Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go round. Have you been down on the waterfront lately? I haven't, but I've seen the pictures. I know what you're you know what I'm talking about. about? Yes, they, that, it's they, gorgeous. They call it the Seattle Great Wheel. And uh, it, and it it's very cool. And I was lucky enough to get to be the MC for the the ribbon cutting. And why do they cut ribbons in the first place? I mean, who's what what's who's what ribbon is going to hold somebody back? They're <laughs> determined to get into something. We're people, but trying to bust in yeah, past you know, the ribbon. I, I know it's part of a ceremony and everything. So they get they give the rib they they give this gigantic pair of scissors to a woman who's going to cut the ribbon. And I, t I admonish her not to run with these now. <laughs> and she cuts the ribbon and, and all of that. But before that, uh, my job was to introduce some uh, VIPs, including the mayor, uh, Mayor Mike McGinn. So this is the way I introduced him. Do, do you, would you have advised against this? I said, ladies right. and gentlemen, here's the Seattle mayor, Mike McGinn, vampire hunter. <laughs> I wish you were there because I, I, nobody laughed. They just, I don't know, that wasn't. That, that I was, think that's funny. And I even, I even, you know, ran it by uh, the mayor first to say, hey, here's what I'm thinking, how I'm going to introduce you. Are you okay with it? Yeah, it's whatever, whatever you want to do. That's fine. So then he gets up and he says, uh, boy, it's, uh, and it was very kind of him. He said, yeah, you, I was a big fan of that TV show, Almost Live. Oh, that, uh, Cashman was on here. That's very and, kind. And I've been lucky as mayor. I've been introduced now by Nancy Guppy and by John Keister. And now today, Pat Cashman. And and I don't care what anybody says, Cashman. I think you're funnier than Keister. <laughs> then he goes on and makes his remarks. So when right. he leaves the stage, I come up and I say, thank you, Mr. Mayor. And I don't care what anybody thinks. I think you're way funnier than Nichols was. <laughs> Good one. Very nice. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that was the the great wheel yesterday. It's a, it's really cool. It looks good on the skyline. I don't know why. Did you ride it? Did I ride it? Did you ride the great? It's no, called ride the great Seattle Great Wheel. No, the word ride is not. Oh, in it's it. not. It's no. just the Seattle Great. And then there's some debate. Do we? Or is call it the Great Seattle Wheel? The Seattle Great, great Wheel. Wheel. Got yeah. it. And they call it. Uh, they there was some discussion about is this going to be a ride or is this going to be a tour? I I didn't. Who cares? Now you're you're actually narrating. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. are you talking about when people are sitting there captive? And what a great way to get an audience too. Yeah. Trap them on a wheel and then they can't leave. That's the biggest audience I think I've had in a long time. <laughs> if all if all forty two of those gondolas are filled, 
They will have. They can put two hundred and fifty people on. That's a rating spectacular. On, it is. Right there. It is. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, at any rate, I forgot where I was going. Well, with that. I asked if you wrote it. If you oh, wrote yeah. it, and you looked at me like I had two heads, and said, but, "Did I write it?" Like well, you, you said the word "road." Like it sounded like, "Did you, did you wrote, wrote it? it? <laughs> did you wrote it?" I thought, "No, did you read it?" You didn't. You didn't hit the D hard enough. I guess. Did you write it? I wrote it. Yeah. You did. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Ferris wheels because of the process to get people on it. It's yeah. a you get people in, and then you move up a notch and sit there. You well, get the yeah. next people in, you move up. How long does that whole loading take? And then do they just spin you around a couple of times and it's done? It took about, oh, I don't know, the, from, from the moment I got on to when we got off again, it was about seven hours, <laughs> something like that. Wow. Yeah. Now, <laughs> they, they have a certain science to it, the way. I mean, they're not stopping every car. And then you go around three times, ultimately. Is it fast? Do they speed it up? No, uh, it's not very fast. And the gondolas are enclosed, so you're yes. not cold yeah. and, yeah. Well, the gondolas have air conditioning in them that, unfortunately, wasn't really quite working yet uh, on that opening day. And it was in the 80s. It, yeah. It was not a sunny day, but it was really muggy. So, But uh, that, they work all those kinks out, and, and uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I just good. think it looks good on the waterfront. Rolling. You know what, I, though, I uh, did a, a thing for Seafair uh, because I was involved in, with Seafair for three years. Yeah. And today, I think it might have been my last day emceeing something for Seafair. What did you do? Well, I just used um, questionable judgment. Uh, I said I was wanted to tell the story of Neptune, who is was uh, in Roman mythology, Neptune was the god of water and the sea. Right. And so uh, we were going to knight King ne Neptune at this ceremony I was Which at. Which they do every year. And so I did a little research, and I, I found out that uh, Neptune in mythology was the brother of both Jupiter and Pluto. And I said, gee whiz, it's sure great that Seafair chose Neptune and not Uranus. Okay, and, all right, and, all which right. Is, which is a perfectly legitimate <laughs> okay. name of one of the planets, as you know. Um, but I remember uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, when he was uh, doing that show, he uh, he would go out of his way to always call it Uranus because it was a Disney show. And sure. he just, I know there's going to be problems, so I'll, I'll just always call it Uranus. Yeah, it's an unfortunate name. I don't know who, what idiot named it that. What, well, what idiot named it that? I don't know. <laughs> a friend, uh, a friend of ours, uh, did a fake car commercial. Remember when they had the cars? They no longer make them. Called the Saturn. Yes. His bit. His bit was. Oh no! Buy the all new Uranus. <laughs> you know that new car smell? Uranus doesn't have that. <laughs> Won't it be fun driving down the street with all your neighbors looking at Uranus and and. Uh, and uh, the rolling down your window, and they'll stick their head in Uranus. Won't it be? It was some kind of thing like that. It was actually pretty funny, but yeah. But see, and this kind of goes back to that. 
boys. Guys, yes, yeah. it's boys. Yeah, think it's hilarious. You just did it. I know. In your speech. I'm sorry. Can we, do you want to just do, <laughs> do this whole podcast over again? This one never has to actually <laughs> no. be put up. It just, it's, I promise I won't go there. It's funny that guys, that's the rest of just the show. The guys just do that. Let's that's talk, very funny. Let, forget all my stupid stuff. Let's talk about what you want to talk about, okay? Well, I, I have a lot of things on the schedule today Great. for for Great. this podcast, but before I'm we get into my it, legs together. before we get into it, I just, I want to talk to you stop rubbing your legs together <laughs> well, my hair is gone where are your that. pants by the way <laughs> yeah i was gonna tell you about that uh anyway um so i came in to ta- today's podcast you said today's to today's podcast did you know and i want you... you to i want to be really honest about this because i really thought before i came that i really shouldn't just walk in like this like what well look at me well what i you look now, just don't do that. Just you've seen me enough. We've known each other for over twenty years. Yeah. What do I look like to you today? You know what? This sounds like I cannot possibly come up with the right answer. This sounds like a trap. It's not a trap, and that's again a boy thing. It's not a trap. I, I'm trying to get you to say, well, you you haven't you didn't put any makeup on today. Well, I can't even really tell that. Well, this is what this is my my point. Which is which is my way of saying to you. Now you're just being careful. No, I'm serious. My way of saying to you, you're so beautiful, you don't need makeup. Oh, see, because I've seen women without makeup and those with, and sometimes you you can't. They don't even look like the same person. Well, I I'm obsessed with looking up celebrities with no makeup online. That's what I do with my free time. Is that right? Is I want to see what Ava Longoria looks like without makeup. Is she a box I want to see. <laughs> No, she's gorgeous, of course. Oh, but I but was hoping she'd look bad. I, I got to this place today, and I sent you... You know any... who looks very attractive without makeup? Who? J.P. Patches. <laughs> I, I was running late this today, and I sent you an email earlier that said, all right, I'll, I'm showing up to tape the podcast in the bunker, and yeah. I'm not wearing any lipstick, and just don't be appalled at my appearance. Well, I'm not. Here's the thing. Much. I'm tired. I'm just so tired. And I started doing the numbers in my head of how much time I've spent in my life putting on makeup. You want to hear what it comes out to? I bet this would be very interesting. All right. I'm 50 years old. I've been wearing makeup probably since I was 15, 16, maybe 16. Right. So so that's so about 35 years I've been wearing makeup. And I thought I'm going to be conservative with this. Here's what I would have done if I was you. At the age of 15, I would have put my makeup on once, and I'd never <laughs> take it off. I've tried that before. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't last. It doesn't last? No. Oh, shoot. I got mascara to go three days once, and that was the best That's I could do. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, as long as you don't find up crying or something. Being conservative, I figured, well, let's assume that maybe four days out of every week, I wear makeup. And, and when we did morning radio, I came in Oh, every... you looked absolutely horrible. <laughs> Every morning I came, I would get up at three in the I know morning to put makeup on. And I and you and I used to talk about that mm-hmm. because when I, my preparation for the day was what, coming in with your hair wet, hearing my hair wet, and you, and, and I had my electric shaver, so I, I you did it on the way or on the air or on the air, and I, the other, of course, device I had was my 
your uh, nose trimmer. My nose hair trimmer. Right. Which I would trim my hair, nose hairs, and they're considerable, by the way, mm-hmm. on the air. People thought you were just doing a sound effect. Yeah, and you so know I, I wasn't. Yeah. When I would see people, they'd say, that's for sure is funny when Pat does that sound. I said, it's not as he sticks it right up his nose in front of me. Yeah. And we got into an argument once because I said that I don't do, um, I don't wax my mustache on the air and do all that <laughs> stuff, which didn't still which, stop me. All right. Well, so, you can't. You couldn't. Uh, but you, you, um, you did get a, a waxing one time. I did. I got air. my legs waxed. Do you remember? You remember? I got. My I don't legs know why you air. did that, but it was a. Well, it's a wonderful radio. So stunt. I could get it for free. Oh, I see. So uh, well, the reason was I was going to Hawaii, and and I didn't want to have to shave my legs every day. And somebody said, and promotion said, yeah, you should get your legs waxed on the air. And I oh, said, I remember the person with that stupid voice. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I read this sports story. Well, I decided to do that because we didn't want to use a valuable time just having me get my legs waxed. I needed to be doing something, yeah. and, uh, and something that, I was that, hired for. That made it more interesting because can she get through this story? I remember it was very, it hurt. That's yeah. the first, first time I ever, have you ever had your legs waxed? Oh yeah, many times. <laughs> just this morning. Have you had anything waxed? Um, it hurts. My, my daughter did. Oh, she waxed your brows once, didn't she? She did that. Your unibrow. Yeah, and she, but she also, I think she waxed my back one time. Oh. Yeah, and I, I had kind of like a, the Arkansas Razorback look going on my back. So she, um, anyway, that okay. really hurts. It hurts. That hurts. It does yeah, hurt. Yeah. There would be other places where you have hair that could hurt more, but that's right in there. Oh, and the people get those things waxed too. In fact, oh, that goes, I know. That goes back to talk. Now we're talking about Saturn and Jupiter again. Okay. So, so <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> you just bumped into your own microphone. All right. Let, so let me so get back to the numbers your, here. Yeah, so okay. Let me get back to the All numbers right. here. So All this right. is about putting on makeup and the time that is spent. So I figure for about 35 years, I have been putting makeup on. Let's be conservative and say four days a week. I could probably say five, but just let's just say four days a week, 52 weeks a year. Let me ask you this. That comes to, let me finish. Oh, I'm this sorry. This comes to 200. This is probably where you're going to go anyway. 208 so. days a year what? on average that I put, put on makeup. You're not doing it for 208 days, but 208 I'm days. I'm trying to figure part out. Of, part of each day this is my Because I'm not good at math. So. So 208 days times 35 years comes to 7,280 days. Now, it doesn't take all day to put on makeup. I yeah, maybe so. spend about half an hour. So a half an hour uh, divided by 7,280 comes to... Three and a half hours. 3,640 hours of my life have been spent putting on makeup, which comes to 152... These are solid days. 152 days. Five solid months of my life have been spent putting on makeup. Five solid months of your life i'm sick of it i am sick of it well let me ask you this. And i don't want to do it anymore well then why do you do it i mean well, why we we know why women do it but the thing is and i'm sure this is where you might be headed how come men don't have to go through a similar ritual uh well, putting on makeup this is I, I want to get to this is it things are changing aren't they they, they are changing but not only the time spent I want you to guess how much do you think women spend on average, on average, a year on makeup? How much do they spend? How much money do they spend on average in their lifetime? See, I don't know because I don't know what makeup costs. Uh, so what I would get you mine th- provided for free. What would you think would be an outrageous amount? Let's, let's just even, in, let's go down to a year. What do you think women spend a year on average for makeup? Um, I don't know. 
Five hundred dollars. It's about two hundred dollars a year. Oh, it is. Average. Oh, great. Well, I, I I was thinking of two and a half women. <laughs> all right, hang on, hang on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm gonna have to do my yelling thing again. I know. I'm sorry. She responds to you. All right. That works every single time. It works for a little while, not for a long time. Women, on average, we will spend $13,000 in our lifetime on makeup. $13,000 on makeup. Doesn't that astonish you? Well, yeah, it does. That's but a I'm... lot of money and the time. So I'm, I'm going to spend $13,000 a year plus five months of my life. But it's what solid. You, but it's what you, you put I'm your money towards. Me, I spend $13,000... Probably a year in exercise equipment. Yeah, I mean you don't get you don't get guns like this by not working out, Lisa. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so. my point is, I I'm kind of tired of of putting on makeup, and and there was a project called the Naked Face Project. There was an article in the USA Today about two women from um, Charlotte, North Carolina, that went without makeup for um, uh, sixty days. So they didn't put on makeup. They didn't do their hair, they didn't paint their nails, and they didn't shave. They took it to a whole new extreme. Um, this was back in February. Ew. And and they 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 were really astonished by the results and how they were treated and how they felt. And how few dates they got. Well, see, now, now you're just making my point. This is my question. Do men care that much about makeup? Um, well, why? I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the face you have, right? So yeah. if if but I mean I mean some I mean some women there was what is her name? Um she was uh Robin Wright. Do you, do you know that actress? Robin Wright married to Sean Penn. No, yeah, not, was was yes. married to Sean Penn. Well, a friend of mine was in, worked on a soap opera and I can't remember which one she was in. When she first started her acting career, she was in this soap opera. Mm. And all these guys on the production staff um uh, just were knocked out by her and the fact that she did not wear makeup right and 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 she didn't need any makeup she looked great so you know once in a while there are those kind of faces that actually probably would uh i wonder what it would be detrimental i wonder what phyllis diller looks like without makeup and and have you seen Joan Rivers? Have you seen Joan Rivers in her uh, her yeah. documentary from a couple of years ago or last year? Well, I've just seen her on talk show more more no, recently no, no. than that, and she. Uh, but with no makeup on her documentary. No, but I mean, I've seen she's she's one of those people that had a little work done. It yeah. looks pretty good. Had a little more going. Eh, it looks okay. Yeah. And then and at some point you cross over into Bruce Jenner land and that's what happened to her. Well, there was a study done that 70% of women never leave the house without their most precious makeup tools like lip gloss, um, face powder, and half those women women said that they would wear makeup 24 hours 7 24 hours a day 7 days a week. 40% say they would be embarrassed to be seen by a friend or coworker without a full face of makeup. Now, I wasn't embarrassed to come in here. I guess I did sort of think, I. here's what I thought is I thought, I hope they don't think I don't care about them. I hope they don't think that they're not important enough for me to put on makeup and look pretty when I walk in to do the podcast. That's kind of how it felt to me, to the truth. <laughs> See? I mean, I you, you know, we've been talking about putting a camera in the, then I'm gonna podcast have to. I'm going to have to put on makeup for that. Well, then I'm going to have to dress up a little bit, Well, too. you're just going to have to get dressed. I mean, that, you'll yeah. just have to start with yeah. that. 
So I I I don't want to have to put on makeup when I do. I don't. I always. So what are go you saying store. right now? Are you throwing down the gauntlet and saying that's it? I'm done. I'm not wearing makeup anymore. No, no. I want to. I I just don't want to have to wear makeup when I'm coming here to do the show. Well, that's okay. I don't want to have to wear makeup. I didn't even like brush my hair. Look at it. it's a big old rat's nest. Okay. Why are you looking at it like that for? Because I did see something move in there. But does that make you it's feel like? like but but I you, you wonder if people say, oh, she's giving up. She's just look at her. She's just giving up. You know what you're wait. You know you're, you're getting ready for what? Your final makeup job. <laughs> oh, God, I'm too tired. I can't put it on anymore. I'm so tired. I haven't slept a wink. I'm so tired. My mind is on the blink. I wonder should I get up and fix myself a drink? This is weird, but and I've even told this on the radio one time. I uh, was one of the slowest to puberty in my class. I mean, there's these big guys, big old apes walking around in junior high and, and sophomore in high school. They got they had hair everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Under their fingernails they so had hair. So sophomores what? We're talking fifteen. Uh, what are you, fifteen, sixteen, something yeah. like that? But Pat? No. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um and so I would do think like I remember one, one horrible thing. I um how to say this delicately, but uh, I'd see these guys when the shower at PE, and they they you know would have these elephant trunks, <laughs> and then you know and then I I'm standing there with with my don't tell me don't tell me well, what it, was it it was more like a cocktail sausage, and uh, and so but I fig- <gasps> I realized if I stall over here for a little while, and and so sort of plump myself a little bit it'll look a little better when I walk. But so I so I tried that one time and and what happened was well you know what happened then once you start it it just hits a mind so then I got a full scale you know what and I can't go into the shower now and so if you just hang a washcloth off it nobody, I know. Will, nobody yeah, will. that's I know. always funny by the way to dream the impossible dream but I, so I was always trying I wanted to be like everybody else. And my mom had a hairbrush uh, at home that she would, you know, do her hair with. And the, re- the in- inside the hairbrush, you know, hair will, some hair will come off your head when you're brushing it. And oh, yeah. So it would collect on her hairbrush. Oh, brush. don't even tell me you're going to. No, you did not. No, no, I did in the in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> I pulled the hair off there and, and sort of arranged it around. My, not not to go to school like that, but just to see how it will look someday. It was like trying on wigs. It kind of was. It was kind of <laughs> like that. I mean, and I know every every kid goes through this torturous. Uh, yes. Thing. I mean, that's not you. I know I'm not the only one who ever, ever tried. You to might do. be. I well, don't know. I, I don't think anybody else. And you're certainly welcome that. to follow my lead. <laughs> yeah. Peculiar classic. 
From about 1992, one day somehow I persuaded then-Republican Senator Slade Gorton to perform the lyrics to the immortal theme song from the Beverly Hillbillies. It went so well, he later performed it at a Senate hearing, three campaign appearances, and a bar mitzvah. Here it is. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed. Poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed. And then one day, he was hunting for some food, and up from the ground came a bubbling crew. Oil, that is. Black gold. Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. His kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. They said California is the place you ought to be, so he loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. Hills, that is. Swimming pools. Movie stars. This portion of Peculiar Podcast brought to you by Mattel, makers of pretend pubic hair for kids. Hey, boys and girls, look just like dad and mom. Pretend pubic hair comes in black, blonde, red, and icky gray. And now, more or less, a Peculiar Podcast. You can always drop us a line at lisa at peculiarpodcast.com or pat at same or leave a message at 425-522-BURP. 425-522-BURP. Angelina, baby, won't you please come home? Break there. Give me a chance to uh, adjust my makeup a little bit. And stuff <laughs> you like look that. good. You Maybe. look good. Does this fake mustache look good to you? <laughs> should, you ever, should it be below my lip? Have you ever had a mustache? No, I've tried to grow a mustache. I've tried to grow a beard several times, and I never get past about a week, and then it starts driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, yeah, I just look too striped, and so. Yeah. Uh, now it's easy for me. I can I can grow in like nobody's business. Can you really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're pretty lucky. I had these big stupid mutton chop. They're not stupid. Those are awesome. Sideburns when from I was the in, 70s when I was in college. Yeah, <clears throat> and that that's the closest I came to. Those are awesome. Having a beard. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's what I thought, man. They were awesome. <laughs> I thought I looked really cool, and I now I look at myself just looking like a complete. If we dork. can, can you rustle up a picture of that yeah. so we can put that on yes. the, on Facebook? Uh, my uh, my <clears throat> wife has one. All right. Write also, that, write that down. Good time to also mention to like us on Facebook if you get a chance. We we post all sorts of crazy things on there. We'd love to have you follow us. And uh, if you have comments um, about anything Pat has said, <laughs> yeah, just send us an email to comments. Especially if you're a clinical psychologist and you have any comments about something I just said. <laughs> comments at peculiarpodcast.com. And you can also call us at 425-522-BURP, 2877. Yeah. I just want to get that piece of business out of the yeah. way. Yeah, that's good. And you can subscribe free on iTunes. Perhaps that's how you're listening to this right now. Yeah, you can. So, uh, All right, so makeup for men. That's what I wanted to get into. And, now, this and, is not makeup for men that are is uh, for theatrical purposes. No, no, no. Okay. This is just makeup everyday makeup for men. Things like tinted moisturizers to sort of cover up any flaws in your face. Not, not heavy pancake makeup. Like... When you would do TV, you always had, you know, you had TV makeup on. Oh, no, on. no, I never Oh, used wait a minute, really? Never, never was that it. was all you? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I no. had no idea. I'm yeah. so embarrassed that I but assumed TV, you were packed with makeup. But but local TV, we would actually had a makeup uh, person on uh, the TV show Almost Live. Yeah. Uh, that would come and do makeup. Um, and uh, But nowadays, uh, it's rare when you work on a video where they have have, have brought have along a makeup own. person yeah do you know how to do your own no not not a clue no i just 
I just try to cover all the zits. <laughs> well, there's tinted moisturizers now that might help you with that. Now, where would a word of fellow? Would you buy a, the the female product and use it for yourself? No, no, or? no. This is what I'm telling you. Okay. Well, where would you get them? Makeup for men is one of the hottest industries hottest trending industries right now i'm betting you could go to nordstrom or macy's or the piggly wiggly or you're bumping that microphone oh, it's was not it me it's, it's the dog which dog it's the sadie sadie get out of there babe so you can go so but but they say they uh say but right, i mean your guy's not going to go get makeup you're not going to go walk into cabela's and say yes can you tell me where they have the male makeup <laughs> well get out of here what are you well and but they're they're don't lumping go through there buddy they're lumping in don't things they're lumping in things like tinted moisturizers anti-aging creams concealers Wait a minute. Uh, anti, powders. Oh, anti. Do they have pro-aging cream? <laughs> Concealers, powders, and all those sort mm. of things, which I guess is still pretty. Uh, and but 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 you know, guys, you know, go get manis and petties now and get clear. You know, get their yeah. you know nails polished. And you said you had your eyebrows waxed. And <laughs> but that was what do just you think about all that. That was something. Well, I don't know. Would you use? Do you use any moisturizer? Any boy moisturizer? Or do you just no. rub soap on your dirt on your face and call it good? I, I do get the value of the moisturizers, but I don't do it. I should. Excuse well, me. But I don't. What about tinted moisturizers? Uh, would you put would you put anything on your face that would sort of blend out, you know maybe you were on a bender the other night and you wanna you have really ruddy cheeks or something well i'll i will do things like uh <laughs> the eye drops for the bender and things like that but i no i i don't no. i don't think so no but, it's but, big business yeah my uh, wife says uh sometimes when i haven't slept in in oh, quite a while she said you should go to bed you look really pale see if so, you had tinted moisturizer you she could fool know. her yeah but this is going to be a 3.2 billion dollar industry in the next few years this is big oh this my is... gosh <laughs> it's pretty big well, so i, I guess it, it, that's fine but I, it's not really and for then me. the question becomes i mean if i was a young man 20s 30s yeah that'd be fine but uh, you know they think i don't want the guys in the nursing home seeing me bring my makeup <laughs> in there the, then, then the other thing I think about is if you're dating somebody and you go in and in in into his bathroom and he's got all these boy cosmetics in there, does that somehow uh, diminish his masculinity in any any way? Um, um, well, I don't know. That'd be on a case by case basis. I mean, some some women might be off put by that. Others might say, "Well, well that's this guy's the thing trying to, is, this guy's trying to take." I don't want to date somebody who's prettier than me. Yeah, so yeah. that that would be a deal buster for me. That's why you and I have never been able to get together. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You are gorgeous. My uh, granddaughter was sitting in the car uh, yesterday, <laughs> and she said she announced that uh, I had a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> did yeah. she? And I said, oh, I have a girlfriend? Yes, you do. Well, and how old is she? She's uh, five. She's five. She announced that I have a girlfriend <laughs> and was kind of taunting me from the back seat. And oh, I said... kind of like, you have a girlfriend. Like, yeah, that. like that. I love that. And I said, okay, <laughs> who is my girlfriend? She said, Lisa. <laughs> she did. That's very funny. <laughs> That's a little Miss Maddie, right? Yes, yes that's a little yes, Miss Maddie. She's adorable. Well, a few... Um, <laughs> A few episodes ago, I threw down the challenge to um, <clears throat> anybody listening that the proposition was this. You send me the dirtiest joke you know. 
filthiest. You filthiest. said the just most disgusting. Yeah. It, there were no limits on it. Yeah. This was the dirty joke challenge you laid yeah, out. Yeah, the dirty joke challenge. Now, I'm sure I can be um, overwhelmed at some point and say, you know what? I, I'm, I'm defeated. But so far, uh, I think my belief is that you can send me any joke as filthy, as dusty, nasty, smelly, uh, raunchy, raunchy that would make uh, that would make a, a, a navy man uh, <laughs> blush. It could just be could be just horrible. And I'll try in my skillful way to tell the joke, hopefully still have it be funny, but uh, tell it in a way that that doesn't the the, that would the pass, filthy components of it don't have to be in. There. That would pass a PG rating. Yes, yes. And and this started when we were on the air and, and we were really were restricted by by the FCC yeah. on things that we could and could not talk about which I thought was very brave of you to even go there because well uh, that's I mean, <laughs> it's a profile in courage really, for me it really so, was so so the other thing about it is that um the 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 dirty jokes uh will come I mean you will ferret those out Lisa and so that when I attempt to tell the dirty joke <laughs> I don't know the joke it's the first time I'm seeing it, okay. and then right. I, and so then I have to walk this minefield. Okay, how am I yes. going to say this? Okay. All right. So, I have one that has been submitted. I have not uh, seen it. Have you seen it? I I don't know. You just saw the heading. I, I think, don't. But then you said no. Because I, 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 I'd rather hear you. Yeah. I'd rather not know what the dirty part is because <clears throat> I'm going to be able to guess by the way you try to tiptoe around it. Okay. <clears throat> so here's an here's an attempt. Let's, All right. Let's see how we go. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Uh, I got to rip my dog. Out. I'm, I'm reading ahead on this joke, and I'm already thinking, uh-oh, what am I going to do? All right. Okay. Mr. I'm sorry. Okay. Dogs are I particularly know. troublesome today. I know. Can, can we expel them? Yeah, let's get them out of here. Yeah. Can, um, do we have the dog wrangler in here? Yeah. Thank you. Go, go out, buddy. Go wrangle buddy. all the dogs. Buddy. You know what? Just oh. take a bowl of chips, and they'll yeah. follow you. Yeah, food. Lead Just them with food. Lead them with food, and they'll go. Everybody out. All right, sorry, but sorry about that. <gasps> there are so some. Needy. There are some occasions where we They're should. So needy. They really are. Mm. Um, okay, so are you ready? I I am right. ready. Okay. It's the dirty <clears throat> joke challenge. A guy who owns a piano bar just can't find a decent piano player. All right. So he puts a help wanted sign in his front window, and on occasion, someone auditions. But he never hears anyone that he thinks is good enough to hire. Okay. And then one day, out of the blue, a disheveled man stumbles into the bar, sits down at the piano, and <laughs> and plays the most beautiful song imaginable. <laughs> is easy right you haven't gotten anything no that's i'm difficult. just laughing because i know what's coming but no, nothing so difficult so far right yeah, yeah so he plays this beautiful song at the piano they can't believe how beautiful it is so the bar owner is absolutely flabbergasted and he said that was amazing what is the name of that song and the unkept man shrugs his soldier uh, shoulders and says oh it's just a little ditty that i made up it's called <laughs> it's called do your best pat it's called i made love 
to a prostitute on Sunday. And and uh, it was on her face. Okay, good job. All right. That's good. So the owner is good shocked. Job. The owner is shocked by the title. But before he can say anything, the man plays another song, this one even more beautiful than the last one. And the owner says, Oh my gosh, what a wonderful song. What is it? He says, What is the name of that song? The what guy, is it, Pat? The guy said, I, I call it. I had a, I had a bowel movement and forgot to clean up afterwards. Oh my god! Bartender says. Oh. Bartender says, look, you know something. You're an amazing piano player, and I am going to hire you, but on two conditions. First thing, you got to wear a tuxedo. And second, never tell anybody the names of your songs. Okay. So the pianist agrees, and before too long, I mean, I shouldn't have said pianist, I mean, piano player agrees. Yeah. And before too long, the piano bar is the hottest spot in town. Hundreds of people, they flock in every night for a few drinks and some beautiful music. And one day, one day during his break, just say it. the piano player goes to the bathroom and walks out having forgotten to zip up his fly. Okay. As he gets ready to sit down at the piano, one of the... <laughs> I'm sorry. One of the patrons taps him on the shoulder and says, Hey, buddy, do you know that you just took a leak and left your thing hanging out? And the pianist says, Know it. I wrote it. <laughs> oh, you did great with that. Yeah, but boy, you it's a great. lot funnier if you saw the real world. Oh, that is the dirty joke challenge. Uh, you did You did nicely on that. Bring it on. Yep. Here's a peculiar classic. Why don't you try this one on, sir? No. No, I can't, I can't wear this one. You can't wear it's it. It's way, way too big. Too big. All right. Let me try another. All right. How about this one? Try this one. No. Not way too big. Too big. I'm swimming in this yes, one. All right. Let me... Can't uh, wear it. Here's another. Here's Got anything smaller? Yes. Here, try this. Let me try it on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Come on. This is huge. Uh, Give me the smallest one you've got. All right, this is this is it. Okay, let me try this. Try this one. Too big. Too big. Too big. All of these hats are way too big. But that last one was size two and a quarter. Well, it's too big. Okay. I'm telling you, it's too big. Pinhead, a fragrance for men, by Calvin Klein. Peculiar Podcast is a work of fiction. And any resemblance to persons living or dead, short or tall, big or small, moms and dads, boys and girls, aunts and uncles, mimes or puppeteers, Republicans or Democrats, Lisa or Pat, is purely... Purely, um... Ah, shoot, I lost my train of thought. All right, so it showed you the the actual titles of those songs uh, from that joke. Did you think it was funnier... With the actual titles? <laughs> I think it's funnier watching you try to figure out how not to say those actual titles. Yeah. So it's a pretty um, good joke. But you did very well. You 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 never buckle under pressure. 
I don't. Re- I would throw in the towel. I'd say I can't. There's no possible way I can do the job justice. So you 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 were very kind uh, <laughs> about laughing uh, through it. Uh, I I cannot remember jokes, and that sometimes surprises people. They think, oh, you you got you you, you got you must always have a joke on hand. I don't. I I remember very few jokes. But here's one that. I never tell it the same, and it's a and it could be your go-to joke okay. if you're like at a party or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a go-to joke, but I I might need a new one. Okay, you want to tell your f- joke first? No, you tell yours first. Okay, mine's kind of long. Okay, let's uh, hear it. And, but you can make it much shorter, or you can make it as long as you want. Okay, you can add details. To okay, it, okay. I might have told it to you before, but I know I've not, never told it on this podcast. Okay, so here's the idea. The there is a world famous magician, and just out of deference to you, I'm going to call him the great Fosterini. Okay, <laughs> okay. this guy is a magician's magician. He, he, uh, he. All the other magicians, uh, they just hold him in awe. He is like the gold standard of magic. Everybody wants in the in the in that craft want to be as skilled as he is. Even magicians can't figure out how he does some of the things he does. Wow, and he has. <clears throat> Big crowds just packing into big auditoriums to come and see him. They can't find venues big enough. The demand for tickets is way out of sight. He's the greatest. He's the great Fosterini. Okay. One night, big sold-out crowd in a giant arena. The great Fosterini is dazzling the audience like he always does with, uh, with just standing ovations and people are throwing themselves at him and they, they're all shaking their head they can't believe it oh my god this guy's great and then finally at one point in his act he says ladies and gentlemen i the great fosterini am now going to attempt to do something i have never attempted before you are going to see the debut the world debut of my latest bit of magic now, for this bit of magic, I will need a volunteer from the audience. Anybody want to come up? A lot of hands go up. He says, you, sir, come up here. So a guy comes up on stage, and he says, hello, I'm the great Fosterini. What is your name? That's a Larry. Larry? you have a last name? Yes, I do. Okay. Larry, you and I have never met, have we? No, sir, but I've been a big admirer of your magic for many years. I couldn't believe my sister got me tickets for this tonight. It's a birthday present. Yes, that's fine, fine, fine. Nice to meet you. I'm going to need your assistance on the uh, on the stunt, the uh, the bit of magic I'm about to uh, to undertake here. Um, are you willing to help me? If you're not, I can get another volunteer. Oh no, this is like a dream come true to get to do this. Is this a different voice than I was doing a minute ago? No, it's pretty much the same. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... See this small table I have in front of me here? Yes, sir. I'm going to lay my head down on this table like this, and I want you to grab that baseball bat over there. You mean this one? No, not that one. The other one. Oh, this one. Yes. Can you describe the bat to the people out there in the audience? Yes, sir. It's a uh, Louisville Slugger. It's got a uh, 
uh, Mickey Mantle autograph on it. And what size is it? It's big. It, it looks like a 38. No, wait a minute. It's a 40. It's a big old piece of lumber right here. <laughs> That's right. It's huge, isn't it? It's it's big and thick. Yes, it is, sir. All right. So here's where you come in. Okay. I'm going, as I said, going to lay my head down on this table here. And then your job is to pull back on that baseball bat and bring it and swing as hard as you can and hit me over the head with it as hard as you can. Oh, sir, I couldn't do that. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Listen, you said you wanted to volunteer, right? Oh, yeah. You know I have a wonderful act, right? You've seen my act. You know what I can do. I know, but sir, I... Okay, well, maybe I'll just get another volunteer. No, 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 I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. Now, remember, when you bring that bat down on me, I want it to be hard, as hard as you can. Yes, sir. Oh, my All right, gosh. so... All right, I'm lying my head down on the table now, Larry. You take it from there. Larry hauls back as hard as he can, and he brings the bat down right on his head like that, which cracks like a Ugh. coconut and there's just blood and gore all over oh the stage oh my god yeah oh my god is right that's what, what the audience joke is this? that's what the audience was saying oh my <laughs> god this is hard and they're they're all stunned and men come running onto the stage they quickly put a curtain up around so n nobody can see and they they get a gurney and they get the ambulance there and they tenderly lift him onto the gurney and they get him in the back of the ambulance and they go racing to the emergency room of a, of the nearest uh, hospital and then the great Fosterini undergoes what was for then at, at that particular hospital a record 17-hour surgery. I don't want him to be called the great Fosterini anymore. Not anymore. No, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, okay. So, so he's hurting pretty bad. Uh, they, they're it's you know yeah. they're just doing wow. what they can, and then after that operation, <clears throat> he has two more within the next few days. Uh, of eight hours and another one of five and a half hours and then he's uh, you know he and he's on lisa he's in the icu he's on uh he's on uh uh, uh the oxygen he's he's having a on a ventilator uh Jeez. that's doing his breathing for him he's he's um got the things in his nose he's got all these electrodes i mean he's got everything he's on full life support okay okay i, I get it yes he, he's and not doing well and he's in icu for 12 months all, just wow. short of a year he's in that's how long he's in the icu okay it's just okay i get it and then i and, get it and then he, he finally they move him to a room in the hospital and at first, you know, lots of letters and things pour in and friends and colleagues come by to visit him. But after a while, uh, people stop coming. It's, it's human nature. Yeah, So he's right. just pretty much now, he's in the hospital by himself, and there he remains for four and a half years. He's still in the hospital? Yeah. Wow. In a purely vegetative state. This has all of a sudden gone from being a joke to, I think you're like telling me a real story. Now I'm all invested. This better be good. Four and a half years go by. <laughs> and the routine every morning is exactly the same for the nurse. She comes into his room, turns on the lights, opens the window shutters, even though he's not going to see the daylight outside. He, she just does it out of habit, just to add some 
cheer to an otherwise gloomy situation. But on this particular morning, four and a half years later, she happens to look over at him and she sees his eyes are fluttering. And then oh. they open. Wow. And then, with a little effort, he sits up in bed and then he wheels his legs over down onto the floor and then he stands fully up. Wow. And he sticks his hands out into the air and goes, Ta-da! It was a long journey. That's a pretty good one. I wish the I wish the punchline was stronger, but you you can see you could make that yes. you could make that joke go on for a week. Absolutely, you could say I'll see you, see you tomorrow, and I'll continue yeah, telling well, the joke. Yeah, very good. That's um, very good. All right, so thank you for indulging me on that. You're welcome. That can be your new go-to joke. That's going to be. What is your I, current? No, I don't want to tell you my go-to joke now because it's stupid. Well, it's that one wasn't stupid. <clears throat> yeah, but yours. I mean, we just it's it's really stupid. It's 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 so it's I sophomoric. Like it's sophomore. It's we don't talk about Uranuses or farts or anything. It doesn't even have that in it. It's just a very clean, all right, clever. Tell, tell it as 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 we leave this podcast. All right, here's Lisa's joke. All right, there was a woman who was driving down the street and. She comes across a terrific car accident, just horrific, I should say, terrible, just burning vehicle, Ooh. terrible. The the emerges another police car is on the scene, and she she stops and she says, "There's got is there anything I can do to help?" And the 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 police dispatch says, "Yes, we're we're really trying to work on the driver of this car, uh, but there were some penguins here in the car. If you could do me a favor." <laughs> And the best thing you can do that can help us out right now is you need to take these penguins and take them to the zoo because we, we've got to work on this, this awful accident. Oh, my gosh. She says, yes, I will. I am more than happy to help you do that. Not a problem. She takes the penguins and she leaves the scene. So the police officer is, is relieved. They can now focus on the details of this horrific accident. It's hard to get anything done when there's penguins around. Exactly. Yeah. So they finally get the accident scene cleaned up. Uh, turns out that the, the driver turns out to be fine, and the officer is uh, going on her merry way in her life. And she, the next day, is out in her patrol car, and she actually sees the Good Samaritan that stopped by the accident earlier the, the day before. Hmm. She sees the car. So she thought, I'm going to pull her over and thank her for help stopping and helping us. I, you know, I hope she got everything taken care of with the penguins. She pulls the, the woman over and says, well, hello, I, I recognize you from the, the crash yesterday. I wanted to say thank you for helping us out. And as she's saying that, she looks in the back seat of this woman's car, and the penguins are sitting in the back of the car. Oh, for gosh sake. And they have um, containers of popcorn. Each penguin is holding a container of popcorn. That's very curious. And she says, what? Now, wait just a second. I, you showed up and asked how you could help at the, at the car crash scene, and I told you to take these penguins to the zoo. You, what happened? The driver of the car said, "Well, I did take them to the zoo. We had so much fun. We're going to the movies today." Another one bites the dust. I told you it sucked. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. And 
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.